all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. All right, folks, back in the Boss Man Show. Friend of the show, Coach Frank Martin with me. South Carolina game, kind of the SEC. Coach Martin, how are things with you guys in Columbia, man? Doing great, man. Just excited to, to kind of be back to normal. Uh, you know, campus, you got students, and they're walking around. So, uh, town looks good again. And then, obviously, having our players uh, in and, and being able to be on the court, it's what brings me a peace of mind. Because uh, it's the only thing I'm, I, I do is spend time on the court with guys and try to help them grow and get better. So uh, they've been they've been tremendous in, in their their commitment to working and 
uh, given the circumstances and their energies have been great. So uh, it's still got to be real careful now. Don't, don't misunderstand me now. We're, we're still dealing with, with an animal that, that uh, no one's known how to tame yet in uh, this COVID stuff. But, uh, but at the same time, uh, it feels good to be around the guys and on the court and competing and teaching and having some fun. Now, Coach, I, I know – I want to ask you about your health, Coach. I know you, you said you, you caught COVID, so I want to know how you're doing physically and how you're recovering from that and, and how, how's your health. I'm doing great. I appreciate you asking. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, it was uh, – uh, I was getting ready for knee surgery, knee replacement surgery, and part of the pre-op uh, was to, to, to get the test done uh, for COVID. And my wife and I have been so careful with – leaving the house and who we were around and, you know, and, uh, and the last thing I expected was to be positive, but I was, and it kind of freaked me out. Uh, thank God my wife and kids were all negative. Uh, but then, you know, you go into isolation for 10, 11 days, man, that, it, it stresses your mind, man, that, that, uh, uh you know, you, you got to be away from people and, um, you know, and your own children kind of look at you like, like stay away from me, uh, <laughs> you know, and understandably so, but it, it messes with your mind. And so that, that was a hard, hard one to deal with, but that's behind us now. And uh, um, so I'm, I'm excited uh, and uh, I feel great. Never had any symptoms. Uh, so, you know, knock on wood, I, I, I hope we find a vaccine and a cure for this thing uh, as soon as we can. Thank God for that. I knew when I saw it, it made my heart drop when I saw you had it, Coach, you know, because I love you and you've been great to me in the show, man. I wanted, I'm like, oh, my God, Coach Martin, guys, but I'm glad you're healthy. I'd asked Fig about you. He told me you were doing good. He said he saw you, so that kind of made me feel yeah. better after Fig told me he saw you. Yeah, he, uh, as soon as I, you know, I, I kept it really private. Uh, big reason I kept it really private uh, was I, I didn't, my mom's been by herself uh, down in Miami since the lockdown back in early March. And uh, I didn't want her to stress, uh, you know, being in an apartment all by herself, stress uh, as to what I was going through. So we, we kept it really private until I got out of the isolation and I tested negative. And then I told her and then I went public about it. But, uh, but I, I shared it with Fig. So Fig was aware, you know, Fig's my man. So uh, uh, he, he knows every, every step I take. He, he's right there with me. Yes, indeed, Coach. I was talking about off the air. You know, I saw you March the 7th in Nashville, Vanderbilt, and then I, I went on my merry way going back to doing the NBA. Then on my birthday, March 11th, I got the text that, the, you know, the NBA suspended. And you was, it was in Nashville getting ready for the SEC tournament. So talk to us about that, Coach. How was it trying to tell your team and then your young men that the season's over with for right now and then having to go back home and then spring break and then going from on campus to virtual? How did you guys manage that, that swing semester there, Coach, knowing, not, un, knowing the unknown that we, that we didn't know in March there? Talk about crazy times now. It's, uh, you know, when we got on the plane uh, and headed to, to Nashville, um, that's when everything was starting to move for this COVID stuff. A lot of unknown, like, what is this? What are we dealing with? Uh, but, you know, we were at the hotel, and I was actually at the game, uh, the, the first-round games, watching Arkansas play Vanderbilt, and we were playing the winner of that game. Uh, and uh, that's when the news broke about Rudy Gobert and, and, and the NBA shutting down the season, and um, or at least – suspending play uh and then that night i went back to my hotel room and 
selfishly, I, I was worried. I was like, man, I don't know if I want to bring my team into a building to play a game. Mm-hmm. You know, God forbid one of my guys gets sick or I get sick. And how about my family back home and my staff and their family were away from them. And, and that's when the news really started pounding on the severity of, of uh, this virus. And uh, so, uh, but if we played, I would have shown up and, you know, we would have coached the game. But uh, we got a call that next morning and said, uh, which was a Thursday morning, and, and the word was, hey, it don't look like the games are going to be played. Stay tuned. I got a call about an hour later and said it's off. Uh, and, uh, and then it was just like pandemonium, uh, and from not, not everyone freaked out, but trying to manage everything in front of us. And we got on a plane, flew back home, got home Thursday night, met with the players, uh, that we had told the players that everything was going to be shut down. So we met with the team, uh, Friday morning and by Friday night, all the players were back in their hometowns, uh, and, um, and, and then away we went and we, none of us knew what we were dealing with. And uh, everybody just kind of on their own uh, academically, uh, our school had to make a shift to online classes mid midstream. Uh, mm-hmm. Our players had to make the adjustment because, you know, there's a big difference between in-person and online, a big, big difference. And, and you're trained to be in a classroom handle learning and getting work done a certain way. And then all of a sudden that thing just flips on you from one day to the next. But, but our guys were awesome, man. We set a school uh, a program record for team GPA over a semester, uh, even dealing with this adversity, and, uh, which was a credit to our guys and our academic folks. But, uh, but you know, uh, we all learned. We dealt with it and learned, and we're in a much better place now. And, Coach, you know, for young men is in 18, 24 years old. You no, know, I'm in my 30s. So for them to get this experience now, what life can throw it their way. So all the lessons you've taught them as men off the court is coming to fruition now in 2020 mm-hmm. at one time. You got to be responsible for what life throws you your way. Your academics, get that done. Your family and basketball if possible. So I think it's gave you young men some perspective going forward for sure. Absolutely. I tell players all the time, the only thing that you're going to mess up is if you're not prepared for change. Change is coming. Yes, indeed. You know, we all want a routine. Yeah, we all want a routine and be comfortable with our routine. But change is coming in what we do. And when change comes, we have to adapt and be prepared to to manage that moment. And uh, this year, the change was this COVID. It changed how we live. I mean, I'm coaching in a mask now. You know, that's a a different, different animal than... I'm not used to that. It's uh, you got to get used to it, but that, it is what it is. That's a change we got to adapt to. Uh, Most definitely, uh, our players uh, went from, like I said, in person, like all eighteen to twenty-two year olds. Man, they're living life. Man, they're they're loving it. You see that? You remember what that was? That was a fun time of our lives, man. Yes, indeed. And all of a sudden, it goes from doing all living life that way to being locked up in a house and and not getting out. And uh, you know, so it, it but. Everyone had to adapt and, and deal with the change. And I, I think our, I couldn't be prouder of our guys for the way they managed it. And, Coach, for you guys trying to teach your young men about, you know, we have all the social justice and unrest in our country here in Atlanta right in our backyard where a few different bad situations happening. So how do you manage teaching your young men about what's been going on in our country with the police brutality, the racial divide we have going on? So how did you use the Zoom opportunity to teach your young men about this and how we can move forward from this as well and, and be better as a country going forward? I, I've been 
I've been talking to our players about that since 1985 when I started coaching in the same neighborhood I grew up in. Uh, I, it's, uh, you know, this is not something that just started, you know, three months ago. This, this is something that, uh, that we, we have to constantly speak about. And uh, that's one thing I do. Uh, I've always spoken to our team and our players about uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly and, and how to manage all three and, and how, how to understand, how to take advantage of, of what is there uh, so you can make a better life and, and, and the responsibility that all of us, you know, because when you're in college as an athlete, you don't realize it at the time, but you're, you're, you're one of the few that's getting a chance to move forward. Yes. And, and, uh, and it's so important that they con- – I speak to them about that all the time. Like, man, you, you, you have an unbelievable opportunity when you get to college to make it better for everyone after you, to, to empower yourself to make it better for your own family and everyone else that, that you can touch. And um, so I've been talking to our guys about all these things uh, since, since I was a JV high school coach. And uh, um, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's what I learned in my neighborhood. Uh, it's, it's the way I was raised. It's the way I, you know, living in my neighborhood, it's the way I continued to coach uh, in that neighborhood. And uh, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic, man. I'm ecstatic that, that, that our players are comfortable enough uh, that we can have these powerful conversations. Always have, always. But one of the guys I had incredible conversations about, uh, about all this stuff was Sindarius Thornwell. Well, guess what? He was player of the year, too. So that, it goes hand in hand, man, having the confidence to have these conversations and to grow and to listen. Uh, and, and it kind of goes hand in hand with having success uh, with what you do in life. And uh, so th- this, I think this is a great, great time uh, because everyone's willing to express themselves and everyone's willing to listen. And, and what we, we, we have to stay in a positive place because uh, this is where I disagree with a, a lot of people. Uh, we're only a divided world, in, a divided country in social media. You know, if, if we stay out of social media, we actually got people that are really good people and believe in each other. We just got to get some stuff fixed, man. We, we, there's some stuff that we got to fix. And, and it's not about hurting people's feelings. It's not about uh, passing the blame game. It's about just being comp- like appreciative and having a little empathy and sympathy and, and being understanding to the struggles, man. And, and, and then once we do that, be willing to address it and fix it. Not stop, stop talking about it. Stop trying to say all the right things and then nothing happens. Uh, you know, it's time to go fix some of these things. And uh, so I'm happy because I think I really feel uh, that there's movement and, and action going to go fix some of the things that need that need to be adjusted. And, Coach, now I've been inspired because, you know, um, thinking about my parents born in 19 19- – in the 1930s, 1940s, they didn't have all their rights, Coach. You know, I was born in 87. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I was born mm-hmm. four rights. And so I know from <laughs> what my parents told me as a youth and what my godfather tells me now, like, you know, I feel like it's 33 years old. I have an opportunity to affect change, affect people positively in Atlanta and beyond using this, this radio show I have that I've been, I've been blessed with. So I've been inspired, Coach, to do more than I have done in the past, you know. So I really want to help 
be a part of the change and solution going forward, Coach. And I feel like it's opportunities for us all to come together as one and make the right changes that we should have been done years ago and get it done talking about school. We're, we're, we're closer than people think we are. It's not, we're not that far away on either side. There you go. <laughs> you know, there we're not that go. far away. We just got to talk about there those things and get where we agree on and work on things we don't agree on. But I feel like we, we can make some happen if we, if we all commit to it, Coach. Absolutely. But we're, we've come such a long ways from where, the way things were in the 40s and the 50s and even the 60s. Such a long ways from those days. Uh, but we still got a long ways to go. And, and the mistake that we all made is we probably just kind of – see, I got this saying is whenever you're working to fix something, you can't stop halfway through the job Most or the job thing. gets twice as hard. You know, it's and we kind of took a step back and just took some stuff for granted, and and now the job's gotten a little harder, but but that's okay because I I I believe in the people of this country. I believe whether whether it's a Hispanic or a black or a white. I believe. I I think about this one. This this is the part. The greatness of this country is that people live different ways in different parts of this country. Yes, indeed. And it, it, we don't all live. You go to other countries, everyone lives the same way, same values, same culture. You know, the culture of the West Coast is different than the culture on the East Coast. All you got to do is go to the rappers, and that, that'll tell you the yes. difference just in that game alone. You know, the way we live in the South, man, it's different than people live in the Midwest. And, and, and you know, it's just it's, there, there's different flavors and different cultures within our own country. Uh, and, and we can't make people in California live life the way we live it in South Carolina. Just like Californians can't make South Carolinians to live life like they live it out there. But we have to be at peace to understand that we're all different based on where we live, based on our culture of that region, and based on the culture of our families and what our background is. And then be willing to understand each other and accept each other for those things. I truly believe in this country, and I believe in the people of this country. And we just, we just, you know, we're going through a moment. Hey, listen, I tell players all the time. It's I tell players all the time, boss man. Sorry, I lost you for a second. Are you good, coach? I, I got you. Okay, I say I tell players all the time. There's nothing better than getting married. Staying married is really hard. It's really hard. And, and, and there's days when you're married that you're trying to figure out, like, you know, how am I getting to tomorrow? But definitely. Because, that, because you got love in that marriage, man, you sit down, you talk with that, your wife or your, your, your significant other, and, and you have those conversations and you get to a place where you realize, like, you know what? No wonder we love each other. And, 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 and now your marriage gets stronger because you went through that moment. That's what we're going through right now, man. We go, this country's going to be perfectly fine because it's got too much good, too many. Every time we got an issue in this country, a hurricane, a flood, a tornado, an earthquake, what do we all do? Come together. Yes, sir, man. Black, white, Hispanic, we don't care. We load up and we go help the people that were hurt. We're dealing with this right now. And we, we just, we, we got to understand we the, the one thing that we have to do, man, is we got to be sympathetic and empathetic with with the, the, the struggles that this country put black folks through for so many years. And if we can just be willing to embrace that emotion, then we can understand why there's frustration. I had a pastor, Pastor Brett Fuller, 
shared this line with me. It's as powerful a line as I've ever heard. Pain never chooses what door it exits through. And, and it's right. so powerful because we don't paint when pain comes out, you don't tell it how to come out. It's coming out and it comes out differently for different people under different circumstances. So, um, but, but it's uh, keep doing what you're doing, brother, because sharing that love, it's the only way that's going to help us eventually get back to, to being just a great country. That's made up of great people. And coach for you, uh, I know you guys love to get on the road and recruit young men. How was the recruit via Zoom this time, coach, and getting to have the <laughs> relationships via, the, via Zoom and having to do virtual tours of campus via Zoom? How was that for you and your staff recruiting guys this time around? You know, I, I, I hate FaceTime and I hate Zoom calls because I see myself. And when I see myself, I see how old I've gotten. And it depresses me. But, uh, coach, but you're still a got... good handsome man, coach. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, I got no hair left. The little I got left is all white. I'm, I'm like, uh, it's it's uh, it's depressing when you got to look at yourself for so long. It, it, it's it's you know, it's like, what happened? When, when did this train just run me over this way? But uh, but no, it's it's you know, again, change. We've all had to improvise. We had to adapt. So we've gone from having to go to gym, the gym, the gym, uh, and then phone conversations to these Zoom calls. And we've had to learn how to uh, show what we are, who we are, what our campuses are like, what our what daily life is through a computer. And uh, we've had to make these adjustments. And that's on us. We got to adjust because it's it's what this moment has called for. If we don't adjust, you get left behind. And we've all had to adjust. And um, uh, I've enjoyed it. I, I, I'll tell you what's happened. It's made recruiting old-fashioned in the sense that uh, instead of being worried about just sitting in gyms watching guys play, we've been forced to actually build real relationships. Most definitely. Uh, and, and engage in real conversations rather than the petty, uh, I offer you a scholarship because you can dunk basketball's conversation. We've, we've been forced to, uh, to, to express ourselves and, and, and show who we are and, and, and have deeper conversations with the players. So it's allowed us to not be worried about the one we, we think we can get be worried about the one that we feel we can get Most because definitely. we feel that relationship. And it's allowed the players to really understand who's committed to recruiting them based on who's on these Zoom calls with them. It's made it more personal. So I, I, it's, uh, I think it's all worked out pretty good. And Coach, talk about your class this year. You have you recruited coming in, some young men, the newcomers that you have. We help you this year as you guys get ready to play here in November here. Yeah, we, we've got um, uh, three first-year players. We basically return our whole team. Uh, two of them are local kids. One's a six foot ten, 250-pound center, Patrick Ariel, uh, who can really run. He's strong. He, he's aggressive. He, uh, contact doesn't phase him. Uh, and, uh, and then the other one is also a local young man. Uh, Javon Benson, he's six foot eight, 250 pounds, but he's got a seven foot three wingspan. And uh, he, he's got some natural instincts for shot blocking and scoring. Um, and uh, as, as those guys learn uh, the speed and the physicality of college basketball, uh, they're, they're going to, they got a chance to be real good. They, they both have the ability to shoot. Uh, it's just a matter of teaching them how to play at the rim now. Um, you know, so they understand posting and sealing and, 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 and all the things that come, re offensive rebounding, all the things that come with playing closer to the basket. 
because um, you know everyone plays pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. So all these big kids in high school, uh, they ball screen and roll, but you know having to play near the basket is is new to them. They don't really know how to play in there, Most so we got to teach them. But but that's all right. That's all part of it. It's, we, hey, we got to earn our money, man. We we got to teach these kids how to become a complete player. It's uh, uh, it's all part of the deal. But and then we've got a young man that transferred from Missouri State, Ford Cooper. Uh, who's a six foot three guard and he's sitting out this year. Uh, but that's, those are the three guys we got coming in and we're, we're excited about three. All and coach, uh, for the guys conditioning, uh, how are they looking so far? Uh, I know that it probably was at home. They couldn't really get to the hoop. Uh, and they had to kind of do stuff in the yard. So how's the, how are those guys looking so far as you can kind of get them back in a little bit of shape before you get to here going here in October before the game start? Yeah, they've been great, man. They, they, you know, they were, they were like, in cages at back in their homes and limited what they can do. And, you know, they, they, we've got a great group of guys, man. They're competitive. They, they love being around each other. They, they love wearing our uniform. And uh, uh, as soon as we got back on July 20th, uh, we got back to work and, you know, you had to ease them into it because it'd been five months. So first couple of weeks were very, very easy. And next couple of weeks we threw in more stuff and little by little, we've continued to, to, they increased the workload, and uh, they're, we, we're flying around right now. We, we're competitive, and the guys have gotten uh, back in the weight room, so their bodies have gotten stronger again, and um, it's, uh, it, it's fun to watch. It, you know, because I know what my mind tells me about what we can be and the kind of guys we have. And then for five months, like, everything got put on hold. And now all of a sudden, it's back to fast forward again, and I'm starting to see a lot of the stuff my mind would, would tell me that, we could be so uh it's it's fun to it's fun to watch it right now and coach uh, the non-conference schedule wise i know you guys they say they'll start on the 25th so does that mean more of the teams that's in south carolina and north carolina maybe to play those teams now to kind of make sure you have games going into sc play in january so how's that process looking for you guys right now coach yeah first thing we got to do now which every team in the country is doing is figure out their league schedule every conference has to determine uh, how they're going to play their league schedule to keep the same number of games and uh, when to start the conference schedule. Uh, so then we, we know uh, what the window is for non-conference games and then how many non-conference games we can schedule based on how many league games we play. Uh, so, to, for example, the SEC, we played 18. Well, are we going to play 18? Are we going to play 20? Are we going to play 21? I, I don't know what that number is. So our, our conference has to make that decision, which then will allow us to, to determine how many non-league games to play. And, uh, and then once that decision is made, uh, we, the, the, the way it's, I understand it, if you've got signed contracts, you can keep those in place and away we go. And uh, if you've got uh, contracts that are outside the possible dates, uh, then those contracts can be put out for a year and you can go replace it with someone else. So, uh, all those are things that over the next couple of weeks we'll we'll have a lot more clarity on. That's what I got for you, Coach. Um, is this for you? How happy are you seeing your young men in the NBA? Like, uh, you know, uh, Chris Silva, PJ Dozier, those guys are still going to playoffs there, man. So uh, I know Chris is hurt right now. But how happy are you seeing young men you've coached uh, have success on the, on the NBA, on the NBA there, and playing with the playoffs deep and deep into the playoffs. Yeah, it it you know it was awesome. Whether it's uh, you know, once the bubble got going again, whether it's watching uh, Udonis Haslam or Jose Juan Barea, uh, two guys that one played for me in high school, the other one played for me when I was at Northeastern. 
uh, or then watching Rodney Magruder, uh, you know, who played for me at K-State. Um, you know, then the four guys from South Carolina, Sanderis Thornwell, P.J. Dozier, Chris Silva, and then even Brian Bowen, who never actually played in a game, but spent a whole year with us here practicing. He's, you know, just he's one of us. Um, you know, to know that we had four four guys that played for us here in South Carolina uh, in that bubble, uh, that was pretty neat. And, uh, um, you know, and I, I, I tell them because it, it goes back to what I preach to players all the time. Uh, you know, everyone in life, we all get a job. The question is, can we keep a job? And uh, all those guys I just mentioned, they figured out a way to earn their way into the NBA and figured out a way to keep their job up to this point. So that's uh, – uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all those guys because of that. Coach Martin, I'm glad you're healthy again, man. You look great. I told you, Coach, I know you're going to be fired up ready to go here real soon, man. I'll definitely for the senior, whether it be in Vanderbilt or somewhere close, we'll definitely catch up with you again, Coach, for sure. My man, I appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a, I might throw some Grecian formula on my hair, man, man to make sure you recognize me the old-fashioned way. Hey, Coach, it's all good. Hey, hey man, I've had a haircut a week, so it's all we both the same boat, buddy. <laughs> I got this hat on my head to cover up my hair. <laughs> all right, Coach, hey, I'll see you, man. Thanks for your time, Coach. Appreciate you, brother. All right, now, it's Frank Martin on the Boss Man Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay Maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars 
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona. La vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.